0: All right, it is news time and news is brought to you by Zero Res, also slim day 2 500 this weekend. I'm Jay. I love the folks who
1: text the radio show. I love yep. I love you. They keep us on enjoy. track. 50 and 4410999. That's how you text. And that is how all the guys who have no interest in doing a house project let us know every sporting event that is happening this weekend. <laughs> I appreciate that. I do too. Right? We don't have football this year this weekend. Or we don't have NFL football. Right, right. But apparently we've got the big NASCAR race, obviously. hmm We've got XFL. There is college basketball, Jay, like you said. I Heard about it. There there apparently is more sports this weekend than there have ever been in the world, according to a lot of fine folks out there who are very wise and do not want to start on those projects yet. I don't
0: blame you. I don't want to start on them either. And who you got in the Daytona 500 this weekend?
1: Oh... Uh, 40 the the old 44. <laughs> 44. who's 44. This I don't year? know NASCAR 44. that's my guy this year Let's 44 see. just because you love 44. uh just because it sounded right at the time it sounded great I need to see who uh, what kind of logos they've got on
0: 44. It. I pick a lot of my logo I pick a lot of my NASCAR based on the sponsors this is like the you know if the horse or the dog uses the bathroom before the race then you know you
1: I mean, if we went by my favorite number, it would be I the don't nineteen see a forty-four. Car. So, let me, is there a nineteen?
0: Yeah, there's Martin Truex Jr. I mean, okay. I know that one.
1: So, Martin Truex Jr. is my favorite racer this year. That's who I'm cheering for. Now, I don't know enough about him. Bass yet, Pro so Shop sponsor. I love Bass Pro Shops. This yeah. is great. Yeah, this
0: is a good one for you.
1: Okay, so Martin Truex Jr. is my my guy. He's okay. got my favorite number car. I don't know what he looks like yet, but I'm going to fix that. Okay. Moving forward, because I've got to have. My guy. Now, someone out there is going to be telling me that he's controversial in some way, but I need to know these things. That's a good call. I've got to be able to defend him. Oh, look at this guy. This guy's not, he doesn't have the look that I would cheer for. Okay. But man, if you saw, okay, if I saw, I actually, I think I might love this guy. If you saw Martin Truex Jr. out and about, no way you're going NASCAR.
0: No I, way you're going to say NASCAR. He, I don't know what he looks like. Let me look.
1: Oh, he's just, an. he looks like an everyman. He's got a great beard. Great hair. He's got great hair. For someone mm. who wears a helmet all the time, he's got great oh, yeah. hair.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: And you just this looks like a guy who you might see working at at Bass Pro Shop. That's actually true. You know, they actually just took an employee and said, do you want to r- race in a NASCAR? And he ended up being really good at it. He looks like
0: he should start a sitcom with Tim Allen. Absolutely.
1: That's a great call. I love this guy. All yeah. right, Martin Truex Jr. is my guy. Okay, that's what I'll be cheering Martin for Trish this Jr. year. Good
0: luck. I hope hope
1: I didn't make a bad choice there. Hopefully, I didn't pick like the St. Marys of NASCAR. That would be a bummer. That would really stink. And I learn, and you know, I learned that halfway through the season.
0: I mean, I feel like I could go favorite like with Chase Elliott because you know he's Napa, Carl. We love Napa, Warren. There you go, big and shout we, out.
1: One of our very best friends worked at Napa for forty years.
0: Yeah,
1: forty yep. some years. Yeah. They, they did him well. They, you know, they kept him getting dinner on the table for his fam. So that's right. So we, we owe him a little bit. All right. Well, let me know. For those NASCAR people out there, did I make a bad call? Martin Truex Jr., my Martin guy. Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> my Please guy. Please try to remember
0: that the rest of the season. I don't know if you'll be able to, but good luck.
1: Well, I can remember because I chose my favorite number. If I remember, okay, I chose my that's, car based yeah, on true. number 19, Then then I'm in a good spot. Jay, I don't know how people are feeling going to work today. Maybe there's some days you go to work and you didn't feel that productive. Yeah. And you go, man, I got I've got to be more productive at work. I've got I just I've got to do it. I didn't do enough yesterday. I didn't, I didn't I didn't come home feeling that that satisfaction of a hard day's work or a good day's work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This story is for you because I, I'm here to let you know you probably did a lot more at work yesterday than you gave yourself credit for. Okay. Because Dr. Charles Gerba, Dr. Charles Gerba. Gerba. Right, means a lot. When I hear the word doctor, I assume you are doing big things. Right,
0: a lot of schooling to become one. So why wouldn't you have big things? Yeah. So
1: I, yeah, totally. So I'm assuming a doctor is is going to work. They're going home feeling more satisfaction with a day's work than I feel going home from a day's work. I just assume that's the case. This guy yeah. is a professor of microbiology at the Whoa. University of Arizona. This is all big time. Wow. But this is you're what an executive got, producer this is what he got paid I mean. to do Jay this is the this is the headline to his study this is maybe the, I guess you would call it the thesis I don't know how I mean I you could I don't remember how that works in a five paragraph essay you've got the intro the conclusion there's like a thesis sentence in there I forget how it all works anyways bachelor pads are 15 times excuse me Bachelor pads contain more than 15 times the amount of bacteria than the homes of their female counterparts. (laughs) No way. How how much is this man getting paid? (laughs) Shocking. Because Dr. Charles Garba... You see the surprise on my face? ...just got a paycheck for the most Dr. Captain Obvious thing ever. Bachelor pads may contain more than 15 times. I'm going to tell you this right now, Dr. Charles Garba. I'll do the study for free. <laughs> I'll take the word may out of it.
0: Right. I'm going to make
1: it fact. I'm going to make it theorem. Bachelor pads contain more than 15 times the amount of bacteria of the homes of their female counterparts, period. <laughs> I, that, that's not a, that's, there's no may be there. There's no may contain. It's a fact. This guy got paid to let us know that bachelor pads surfaces, including their coffee tables, remote controls, have more bacteria than their female counterparts.
0: Obviously. I can confirm that based on my friend who I worked with when I lived in western Nebraska, and I would go to his bachelor pad, and I would see his food sitting on the table as opposed to the refrigerator, including his (laughs) mayonnaise, and then when I had to use his restroom, I would go in there, and I'd look, and next to his bathtub, as you recall, uh... There were tennis shoes because the bathtub drained very slowly, so the bathtub was black. It wasn't supposed to be that color. It was supposed to be white. And then I would look, and the toilet would be so bad, I would feel like I was at some sort of gas station in the middle of New Mexico somewhere that had never been cleaned, and I would flush the toilet. I learned to flush the toilet and lift the lid with my feet because I was worried that I might... Accidentally touch something.
1: Oh my gosh, this is normal. So this guy, good job, Doctor Charles Garba. And now I'm gonna give you a couple things real quick. What's the
0: title page of his thesis?
1: Duh. Oh, yeah, exactly. He took the he took the first semester Duh! off. Like he's gonna have to work hard this second semester. You also don't announce to the world that you did this study because now your bosses have you under the microscope, microbiologist. Right. So the the study did say in a bachelor's apartment. The thing they found with the most bacteria on it was the remote control. Okay, I get that. The the remote control, the highest number of total bacteria. I can see So maybe there's places with a lot of bacteria, but total bacteria, the remote control has the most of it.
0: Well, you're touching it the most, you're eating, you're sitting there in bed eating your wings, and you grab the remote, you know.
1: There's no doubt about it. This is a quote from this study. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Bachelors had a far bigger quantity of bacteria in their apartments. But bachelorette pads weren't squeaky clean either. That was the statement. Okay, well, yeah, thanks, bud. We, I mean, well, nothing is. Nothing is clean. Like that's why. That, have you lived in a house with anyone before? <laughs> this guy's kidding. You, are, you could be living in the cleanest house in the world, and you're going to hear. Now nah, we need to we need to clean the, the kitchen. Who did we this need guy to clean
0: the kitchen? Look at the kitchen. It's spotless. I just wiped it down. Yeah, you wiped it down. This guy did a great job of duping somebody to be able to study this and get paid for it. Now, He's as, a genius.
1: Now, as he continued his captain obvious. His trek to be Captain Obvious. He said that the doorknobs, the doorknobs, which are the people who paid him to do the study, coming in the front doorknobs on a bachelorette's house were twice as germy. As the doorknobs on the bachelor's house. Dude, you just told me they're the filthiest places in the world. No one wants to go into those. Have you ever been to a bachelor's house? Jay just told the story of why we never want to enter that door. No. No one is opening the front door to that. We're always going to the girl's house. Every time, all the time, they actually have friends who want to come over. Their parents... Parents, don't act like this isn't a thing. Also, don't act like it. There's no need to be tough right now. If you have a grown-up man, in, a grown-up boy, and a grown-up girl in your life, you have been to your girl's living space at least two times as much as the boys. Jay, Kevin, and Sam and in the morning, Don't lie to us. No the
0: big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country.
1: <laughs> the Jay and
0: Kevin Show. Jay Daniels.
1: But we were always told with lighter fluid it would come back up. The stream of lighter fluid oh, into yeah. the of oh, bottle well, oh, yeah. and blow up. yeah. So I was like, right, well, girl. don't do Kevin it. Kevin James. So I think that was just your parents not wanting you to waste all the lighter fluid. Yeah. yeah. Which or is fair.
0: M- or maybe just good parents. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big 99.9 Coyote Country.
1: It's a listener letter, you wrote it down, we picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all, and we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Alright, Slummy. Dear Jane Kevin. And you can get these in on the air at On the air at Dear Jane Kevin, my husband and I husband and I what is it? My it husband and must I must be contagious. I loved, speaking of contagious, I loved this text, 509 441 after we discussed the cleanliness of the single man's living space to the females. You know there isn't a man listening who is going to clean his remote, which we've discovered was the germiest place. But every woman... Is going to clean their doorknob.
0: <laughs> just so they can prove it wrong. They're like, yeah, my you know what, that doorknob probably is dirty. Every guy's like,
1: Yeah, man, I can't believe how dirty their remotes are. I'm not mine. Mine's yeah. clean. I'm good. I don't good. care. Yeah. But there's gals listening, the single gals are like, oh man, I need to you know what? I don't give enough attention to that front doorknob. I need to go take care of that. That's that's the right thing to do. Thank you for the heads up on that.
0: That's because the guy cleaning his remote is literally just taking it and rubbing it on his pants. That's cleaning. Like you just take it and you just, you know, you do yeah. the thing where you're like, you know, kind of like where if you have jeans on, like for me, I'll do it on the side of my, I guess that's technically my rear end cheek where I'll just do yep. it like right there on that back pocket, kind of just on the hip, like, oop, yep, there you go. That's clean now. Or is it just smearing it around? You may get the one
1: guy, you may get lucky enough to have the one guy who wets a napkin or paper towel <laughs> under the sink and just wipes it one time <laughs> over the remote it's, and is worried that he'd ruin the electrical. It's wet because he... He wiped his mouth with it. Yeah. Not because it yeah. got water. Dear on Jay it. and Kevin, my husband and I just got tattoos with our names on them. This was met with a lot of strong opinions by my girlfriends. Yeah. They agreed that getting his name tattooed on me was a kiss of death. I have to imagine there are successful relationships where people have these tattoos. Are there? That's from Charlene.
0: Uh, now these are again names, not tattooed rings. Because I know some people on the text line are saying, "Hey, we got tattoo rings. You can always get rid of, you know, tattoos these days. It's not as bad. I don't know if that's true or not. Is it easier to get rid of tattoos now than it used to be?" I think it has to because be. you can cover he, them David up or whatever. Sand, I think does it all the time. Oh, okay. He does
1: everything. Yeah. He's everywhere. He does everything all the time. Everywhere, all together, all at once. He's that movie from the Oscars. Yeah, but I think, I think it's got to be getting easier. We have. We have all this weird technology. Sure, we can't yeah. get anyone to the moon again, but we can remove a tattoo.
0: I don't know the whole na- someone else's name that's not a family member name on your body is, uh, I would say, risky.
1: And I, I know there's the, we, we've we had the people who have told us about getting the kids' names. You can always get right. the kids' names yeah.
0: Yeah. on your body,
1: and they, and they They're will. They're always your kids. They yeah. will always be your kids. Yeah.
0: I don't... ah, Parents are
1: always your parents. I'm weird on this one. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't think you get your girlfriend's name tattooed on you.
0: But once you're married you're like well you're married so he's probably fine is that your thought well I thought you're getting one are you gotten you getting a tattoo I'm, I I want to get one well, I want but but my family is right
1: now third place third in line for my tattoos. and family includes your like wife and children? My wife and
0: children mm. because my list would be because sweet mama less would be a cool tattoo if you put sweet mama less for your mother always gonna be my mom yeah moms that would be and cool.
1: moms and dads those names you can get on there they're they're gonna mm-hmm. be your moms and dads whether you like them or not right I want to get a video game tattoo, then a basketball tattoo, then I would go to my family. Video game, okay. So that would be the order of of operations for that. If Good I got to addicted to tattoos, that's how it would be. I'd get the video game tattoo first, go, I'm addicted, like a lot of people who get tattoos are, then it would go to a basketball tattoo, then it would go to something for my family.
0: I did like I Laura. When she, Laura said she texted and she had a friend who they you know had a fiancé named tattooed on a wrist, broke up, covered up tattoo. Got back together, got married. No way. (laughs) So that's so now it's just a covered-up tattoo of where the name of her fiance used to be.
1: I do think you need to, when designing a tattoo with a name on it like that,
0: like have an out. Is that what you're thinking? I think you need to make sure
1: that it is a tattoo that if you you know there's the removal process isn't there. It needs to be able to be covered up in a fairly easy way where you have a rectangle, like a rectangle block. Tattoo idea. I understand. So you go in with one piece of paper has, here's what I want the tattoo to look like, but you know on the next sheet, just in case you need it, in case of emergency break glass, Mm -hmm. there is a cool design you've made that includes
0: one long square rectangular colored in block. Or just one of those things where, oh, what is that? Oh, it's just a pyramid. Oh, cool. Yeah, it used to be a name. Now it's just a pyramid. Yep.
1: That's. I I think it needs to be there. Are are there, I don't know, are there successful relationships? Who has been married the longest with a name on their body of their significant other? And you're talking about
0: just, it only counts if it's a spouse.
1: Yeah, so if you have got, maybe you got married and and on your 10th, Wedding anniversary, you got the tattoos, and you've had the tattoos for three years. That means you've had them for three years. It doesn't mean you've had them for 13. Who has had been married and had the tattoo with the name or initials on their body
0: the longest? Love it. Yeah, text that in, please, if you don't mind, 509-441-0999. Also, uh, many questions now. What video game would you put if you choose a game? (laughs) Which one? Yeah, which? (laughs) You have to pick one game.
1: So, right I would get, now, at I, this moment in your life, Jay, yeah, it would be this tattoo, right? It would be this right here on my mug. It would be these symbols. It would be these symbols on oh. the PlayStation controller. So, it would be it'd like be a, a circle, a triangle. Triangle, X, O. Yeah. And then I consider turning the O into some kind of basketball. It'd be the worst tattoo. Like, it would be the worst tattoo of all time. I understand this, <laughs> but I'm married. I got two kids. I'm their problem now. I've seen
0: Rob Sackrey with his shirt off. I don't know if it would be the worst of all time.
1: You're right, it wouldn't. I've seen him too. You're actually right.
0: Thank Kevin you. I forgot about that. In the, morning, the, big nine coyote country. the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Kevin on the text line said donuts uh, three to four hours. Kevin James. I'm going to say it. They're not charging enough for them. Yeah, Kevin, tell wow. me. That's a lot of work. The
1: Jay and Kevin Show on the Big 999. Nine Coyote
0: country. Yeah, tattoos, lots of tattoos in successful relationships. Just gonna say it's possible. So it's anyway. possible.
1: Certainly, do not, do not be worried about it. I mean, be worried about it. There's a lot of people also saying it's bad juju. So yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you you do have to actually be a little worried about it. Well, I mean, good relationships, I guess it wouldn't matter. Bad relationships, it seems to matter. Yeah, hmm. Jay, we had sad news today. Very yeah. sad news. Very sad local news today. Bummer. Someone that we really, really liked on this show passed away yesterday. A Spokane legend. I'm gonna,
0: I, He's I a Spokane legend. I think that's right. George yeah. Maupin,
1: former weather forecaster for KHQ, passed away Tuesday at the age of 79 years old. And he had been retired for maybe t- 10, 11 years. Retired, Boy, I in don't know. Yeah. retired in 2012. Retired in 2012. After 20 years... On Channel 6 And uh, that's He was somebody who was involved in the show I mean you guys would talk to George every now and then all the time But he was was just a staple in the 90s and early 2000s In our area
0: Yeah so funny uh, it just seemed like, a, I mean, again, not like we were best friends, but it was one of those deals where every time we talked to him, seemed like he was a good guy. Yes. And then we remember, we always used to play that coughing noise because he remember he was sick on the air that one time I'm and he started sorry. making fun of himself on the air because he was coughing. And, it, you know, I don't know how the TV part of it works. Like if you start to cough right now, it, you're a human being, there's yeah. a possibility. Yep. You have the ability to just shut your own mic off, cough, and then come back. I don't know if it's like that when they have the little... Lavalier or right lapel, lapel mic. You
1: can't. There's not just a button on your. I don't your think hands. there is.
0: So you know if they start coughing, because here it is. It was, it was, oh no, that wasn't. This was it. This is it. This was it. <coughs> oh, are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I mean, the anchors just start laughing was because, just like,
1: George, because George was—he just made fun of himself. So that way. fun on television. Yeah, he was. We watched him I, when when I lived, first moved out of my parents' house. This is 2000. I'm 18 years old, and you get a TV and you have rabbit ears. Yeah, and we would watch George Mopin because he was on before Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien.
0: Oh, uh, okay. For yeah. that run.
1: Yeah, and we loved Jay Leno and we loved Conan. So we're young college kids who can stay yeah. up till two o'clock, and we wanted to watch Conan, we wanted to watch Jay Leno, so the TV was just going to be on there, and George Maupin did the news. And he made my roommate and I laugh as much as Jay Leno made us laugh with his monologue. Like, George Maupin would say things during his weather forecast that were so funny, and he was always creative, and I feel like he always did, like, fun goofs and jokes Yeah. Like, where with what he'd wear or what was on his, his green screen. Like, he was just great. That
0: was in the day of the wacky weatherman, where they'd let the weatherman kind of like step out a little bit and just be kind of fun and goofy. And and of course, you know, if the weather warranted it, they would do the serious stuff, but they would, they allowed them to have fun. Where now I don't think they do that. They're yeah. like, oh, you got to be serious and it's serious business.
1: And we still have great weather folks in Spokane. I mean, Chris Crocker is awesome, yes. Peterson is peterson's the man kxly has the best weather they people. do i love them we've got crocker and and mark peterson so who do you got come at us you're not better than us but <laughs> there was a run there i mean it was mopping and tom sherry TS. yeah that's pretty big time right there with your weather and chris with your weather fo- yeah. F- uh, folks yeah and chris crocker coming up on the scene that's a good little good little run right there of people. But, yeah, George George Maupin, uh, they said George Maupin. This is what the write-up said. George Maupin was born in Los Angeles, was drafted, and served in the Army fighting overseas in Vietnam. He and his family moved to Spokane in 1993 from Las Vegas, and he began his career behind the scenes as a newscast producer. Eventually, his charisma became unavoidable, and he joined the on-air team as a weather anchor. I've got to assume... That was the quickest transition ever. You hire a guy to be your newscast producer. You spend one week with him and go, "Yeah, you don't belong on this yeah, side of the camera." Let's put you on but. the other side. Yeah. <laughs> you are the most charismatic. You that's are on the TV.
0: Too true. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's a that's a sad one. George Maupin passed away at the age of seventy nine. A a local legend, TV sure. legend.
0: Yep. Yeah, I mean, thank you for letting me know that, and it's a sad story. But yeah, you know, obviously survived by his wife and son of it, I believe correct. so. Yeah,
1: uh, the story said they. Uh, it said the story said things that I probably could have had at the ready. But there was a lot of things here. It said he passed away with his wife Nancy and his son Will at his side. Okay, there you Will, go. Will, I believe, still I think covers a lot of sports stuff in the area, great writer in the area. Oh nice. Um he doesn't like me, but he's a great, he's well, a great that's writer. Me, yeah, I like made him mad even, at some I like, point. I like I him even better. Yeah. Oh, you should. I think I probably said something when I was doing my sports show that made him mad. And
0: well, I mean, I guarantee and you. And there
1: was like a lot of animosity. But he's <laughs> a great yeah, okay, he still writes for the Inlander, I believe. So that's great. So when you read when you pick up the Inlander and you're oh, reading very good. like he did something about Malachi Smith. And so if you're reading that, that's that's George Maupin's son who wrote that. Oh, and wow. I didn't he's know fanta- that. He's fantastic at okay. it.
0: Well, well done. I mean, are you going to apologize to
1: his son now? or I, just- well, I always feel bad about it. I think it's one of those things where when you work like Will does and you're trying to actually do serious sports stuff with Gonzaga. <laughs> yes. And you are trying to do, I'm going to do an actual story about Malachi Smith and it's going to be a story about him and... What he's meant to the team and his transition in here, and you walk in to do the interview, and I'm standing there going, "Hey Anton, if you were a hamburger, <laughs> how many buns would you have?" You know, and right. and then like there's teammates around that, and they're yeah. all excited about it, and re and if you're actually doing a real news stuff, I understand. It I now. become I become the person that you're like, "Get out of here! You're wasting my time," which I totally understand because yeah. our jobs are so wildly different,
0: right? But I, I can understand the... different up, angles of upset. the same story. But boy, I could see if he's waiting for you to finish with the laugh fest, which for of course sure. the players loved, so they would gravitate toward that. Yeah, because it was it was a non basketball conversation, which you know they enjoy because of variety. For sure. And, and I could just see him standing there going, "Are you done yeah. being stupid? Gosh dang! I, all I need to do is figure out what it was like to go
1: three for six from three, and I need to do this because I got a deadline. Right? You an it. actual deadline. You have to go into work
0: tomorrow." And sit around and suck your thumb. You get to eat chocolates left over from Valentine's Day (laughs) and do a terrible Dr. Phil impression as if he was Keith Urban. That's your day. I'm serious journalist here. I have an actual deadline. There's an actual (laughs) deadline.
1: I have to have something in, and you are stopping me from that. (laughs) I'm on Team Will. Yeah, me too. I am
0: too.
1: The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. No, it's where I say the that's where the oh, That's no. terrible. Kevin James. Doesn't it sound like something, though? You'd go to one of those restaurants, hundreds and hundreds of dollars yeah. to eat. Oh, this is such and such with pear skin shavings. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote
0: Country. On a weekday, I know you're kind of old, but on a weekday... You're going to sit down and watch a movie. You're in a different spot of your life than I am. I obviously, my kids are older now, but your your children are young. What's the latest on a weekday you will start a movie with your wife?
1: Oh, man. Okay. Because uh, I have
0: a question. I wonder if you okay. work backwards like I do. I look to see how long the movie is, finish time, approximate time of, you know, maybe you have to stop the movie in the middle or something. So you add like a few minutes and then then you go backwards to go, okay, it's, Two hour movie, are you starting that at eight o'clock on a oh, weeknight?
1: Jan, yeah, I love this question. Eight o'clock is our time. So that's it. So, eight o'clock, if we have it for a movie. Now, if we have a show where we watch, we would start that maybe by nine. Because you can stop it in the middle? I think so. And also, we assume the show is going to be between 30 minutes and an hour. Right. So, you you know, yeah. everything you're looking at at that point is going to be done by 10 o'clock. Maybe even nine thirty. So ten is my, maybe the magic number. Eight o'clock movie. If we don't look up on the internet how long the movie is, we're assuming that's going to put us close to ten o'clock. Maybe after for the movie being done, that's going to be a really hard sell on a weeknight to start a movie at eight thirty. That's just not going to happen. So yeah. we we are going to have to start our movie by eight o'clock.
0: Yeah, and it's, and of course I'm sure just like regular humans, you know, there's a oh we're really tired tonight. Yeah. So maybe it's seven thirty thing. Well, last night we were going to watch the Reese Witherspoon Ashton Kutcher movie. Oh,
1: Jay, I want to, I want to watch it so bad. I've heard I've heard so much about it with them doing their interviews and stuff that I like the concept of the movie. I think it's going to be good. Also, if I start a movie after 8:30, I don't enjoy the movie. No, because you're counting the I, whole time. Oh, I'm just looking at the clock and I'm like, "Man, it is 10:20." Oh, that's terrible. It's 10:20 right now and I know I've got to be there with the boys in the morning and Yeah. and that's not going to go well. Yeah. I'm stressed out
0: right now thinking about it. Anyways, did you watch? Did you watch it last? No, night? we didn't because we no. th- did that because I was like I, I didn't want to do the thing you did where the whole time I was like, well, now I'm going to be tired, and it's Tuesday. And know, if it's Thursday, you might be able to get away with only one day of getting up early. But and, you know and we you know it's three, just you and me. It's just you and me today, so you yeah. you don't have all three.
1: So there's even more of a. We've got to make sure you're awake when there's just two. Right. Yeah. Like so, I can look, look if I know you and Kevin are going to be in. I'm staying up till 2. I don't care. I'll phone it in. <laughs> okay. I'll phone right. it in. I'll just say something dumb like, "Kevin, tell me about blank" and just say something that I know gets under his skin and then I could just sit back <laughs> and take a nap
0: for 5 minutes. Well, we ended up not not starting it. But then I was uh, listening to some interviews with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher, which by the way, did you do you think Reese Witherspoon is a lot older than Ashton Kutcher? I
1: assume yes. I assume she's 7-8 years
0: older than Ashton She's Kutcher. 1 year older.
1: Get out of here!
0: Why do I think that? I don't know either, but I I guess because she was so popular twenty years ago when all of her big movies were out, you know, like in the early two thousands. Yeah, it that, makes
1: sense. I, I I guess I also assume Ashton Kutcher is always just the same age he was in that 70s. She, yeah, he's, he's always, always like, a high school. kid. He's
0: always like maybe thirty, pretending yeah. to be a teenager. Yes, but they I so I saw how they met the first time they ever met. I'll just give you one guess because I know you'll never get it. First time, they and met. they were both famous at the time. I'm gonna say golf event. That's a good guess. Okay, that's great. Like you know, an like industry a charity go- event, a yeah. charity event. Yeah, they met at a Kenny Chesney concert.
1: What? Okay, okay, Jay, Ashton Kutcher, and Mila Kunis, his wife. Ashton Kutcher is a diehard country music fan. My wife sees him and Mila Kunis every single year at Stagecoach. They are at Stagecoach every single year. They love country music and they
0: apparently he's both from iowa right he's from iowa and she's from nashville
1: okay so reese Witherspoon's so, from nashville i mean so i think she was born in music. the south
0: somewhere but not in nashville but but lived in nashville for a very long time so it's one of those where she goes they were like wait why are you here wait why are you here you like country music you like country music so you know you're doing one of those things where you don't really believe the other person they're both really surprised as well that they're there Because they don't believe the other person's an actual country music fan. But that's a weird one. You could guess for your entire life and not come up with that.
1: No way. Okay, that's really cool. Also, I met my wife at a Kenny Chesney show, so that makes me feel like I've got this bond, even though Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon aren't married. Right. I I did enjoy the amount of time he said over the last couple weeks of them doing publicity for this movie that you were too lazy to watch last night. Ah. I do. I feel so bad. I, I know exactly where you're coming from with that. You want to watch it so bad, but you know... You want to give it the attention it deserves. Exactly. But he said that he was he would not get super close to Reese Witherspoon in pictures. Because of height? Because the inevitable, oh, look at how close they are. There is a scandal. Oh, that's hilarious. And oh, my god. And Mila gosh. Kunis, his wife, called them out on the awkward pictures. Because like, they're standing pictures, too far apart? Yes. <laughs> she called them out for awkward pictures together, and he's like, because the second I get closer in a picture, everyone's going to say the same thing. Oh, Ashton Kutcher, Reese Witherspoon, they're
0: dating. Is Mila Kunis? No. Yeah, it's going to be all oh, those headlines. So sad. they just
1: stood far apart and just took pictures because they didn't want to deal with it.
0: <laughs> Almost as if it was like back in the COVID day where yeah. they had to stay three feet apart. And you're yeah. like, why are they standing so far apart? Now it just looks like they hate each other.
1: If someone has seen the movie,
0: I would love to Well, Jackie to just texted. She said she saw it was really good. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. And it's kind of nice because this is a movie- Jackie, were you staying up late like you were trying to go to bed or was it- How did you watch
1: it? This I think it affects how you how you see the movie too. It also, it's a movie that came out to streaming. Right. And I go into those kind of movies much differently than I do. You have a lower expectation? Go, I, I think I just am more willing to accept a a cheesier plot. You know, a cheese, yeah. some yeah, cheesier yeah, moments. That. I'm way more willing to accept those as funny than if I paid a bunch to go to the theater. By the way, today if I was tired, which I actually got some sleep last night, thanks to my wife because she dealt with the overnight kids and that was a oh, nightmare. Oh, the old 50 switch
0: so switch-o-change-o. She's, not, she, she's
1: probably not listening right well, now let's because call her. she's probably sleeping while the kids are... Uh, drawing all over the place, mm-hmm. but if I was tired today, and I knew I needed you for five minutes, right. I, I know what I can tell say to Kevin to get him fired up. I would do something like, "So, uh, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Ted Cruz, <laughs> Glenn Youngkin, who are you pulling for to pull out as the uh, the guy, the front runner for one of the sides for president." <laughs> is the